welcome back to Butter With That, a movies podcast where some friend from Philadelphia come together <laughs> to talk about movies. We have another special kind of one-off episode for everybody. Today, I am joined by... Just Sam. Just <laughs> me. No, Everybody else said, screw you, I'm not coming on to talk about DC movie news. Uh, just kidding. Um, it's just us today. It is just us today. Um, this past weekend, uh, the DC Fandome event, which is like the dumbest name ever for something. Um, I guess because it was a virtual, they had like this visual for like a dome encasing everybody and it was like a theme park. They tried and I, I can appreciate a good effort, a good try. And, you know, at least they brought the goods for everything pretty much. Uh, we're going to go through all the major kind of movie news that came out. Um, and just kind of give our initial thoughts on it. Uh, it's exciting having some movie news because over the past five months, it's all been depressing news, whether movie related or uh, otherwise. Will movies ever be made again? Who knows? New Mutants is apparently coming out in two days as of this recording. Yeah, I saw that. I was surprised. The movie that went to production before Thor Ragnarok went into production is finally coming out. <laughs> Good God. I think if there's one way for me to judge how much time has passed in the past decade and a half, it's that metric. <laughs> <laughs> by New Mutants. By the, by the New Mutants production schedule. Um, <laughs> I will not be seeing it in theaters, maybe drive in, but who knows. I, you know what? I have to be honest. I love, I love the experience of going to the movies because, you know, it, it's, Watching the big Marvel movies in a crowd full of other people and the big moments, like there's like there's really nothing like that. Like the 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 moment where Captain America picked up Thor's hammer, like that's something I'll never forget. Yeah. Just like the reaction was incredible. But I after all of this, after all this COVID nonsense and like just my general anxiety of being a human being and in this world, I, I don't know if I ever really want to go back. I know that sounds sad and, and scary, but like, God damn, all the other things even outside of COVID that like exist in a movie theater, like bed bugs, just nasty people, you know, like maybe, maybe we should just go back to drive-ins and like, I would love that. It's so cool. One, I, I feel, I feel like I feel 80% that way. And then I think about Tenet and like Chris um, Nolan type filmmakers where it's like, I feel like 80, 90% of movies you can see at like a drive-in with your car speaker, like with people like with their brake lights on in front of you and like, it's fine. But I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it does feel like a movie that's made for the big screen. And I, I, I get that. But well, did you hear what Warner Brothers is doing with Tenet's release and drive-ins? No. It's only playing in drive-ins where it is running in theaters. Interesting. So if, uh, let's say, a, a town is can't, like uh, New York and Los Angeles cannot have open theaters, it can't play in drive-ins there. But because Philly has open theaters, I bet it's playing at, like, the Delcy Drive-In or somewhere else around here. What is their thought process for that what's their rationale i guess keeping it secret is what they said like they want to protect the like integrity of the plot the integrity of nolan's vision but i don't understand what like gatekeeping from towns that can't see it i don't know that's stupid 
also like please know that as soon as as soon as one person sees that movie literally everything's gonna be online in a in a second in a second yeah so i i don't know a, a warner brothers dumb decision there which yeah. brings us to maybe some other dumb warner brothers decisions yeah. with the dc fandom event look at that transition there beautiful um so as i mentioned over the past weekend a whole bunch of dc movie news came out um in lieu of, since Comic-Con got canceled, every single convention got canceled, uh, DC decided to hold their own kind of like Comic-Con-like event, which probably is a lot better for them than having to share the day with like Marvel um, and all the other, you know, Universal, all the other movie studios, because now this is just the whole weekend of DC news. Uh, and this is a description from their website. Welcome to the DC fandom, a mega 24-hour immersive virtual fan experience, which brings the universe of DC to life and features the stars, filmmakers, and creators behind its biggest films, TV series, games, and comics. Join fans from all seven continents for the largest gathering of talent, announcements, and content reveals in the history of DC. I don't know about you, Sam, but I've been on a lot of Zoom calls where I see like 20 little people screens pop up. And I don't think that's as impressive when I see it for the DC fandom event of getting <laughs> a bunch of little screens together with people's faces. Uh, no. <laughs> also, hold on here. Seven continents. There's something about that. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Seven. So correct me if I, I like truly i could be like a fucking idiot right here so uh if that happens please <laughs> edit this out um antarctica is so who tuned in from there someone at a research station who loves superman penguins oh the penguin hold on i need to go back to your notes because <laughs> Join fans from all seven continents. They're all there. All of them. Every single one of them. All of the seals, all of the penguins, the researchers. Do you remember that, that very first Justice League poster with Aquaman that said Unite the Seven? Yeah. And nobody was sure if that was the seven seas, the <laughs> seven total Justice members, question mark, members of the Justice League? That's what that reminds me of. It's up for interpretation. This feels like you know, I, I really, I want to know who in Antarctica. It's I mean, like, I, they must, I wonder if they put someone there just to log in. Just to, <laughs> Maybe. Some, in some poor intern had to fly out there. Maybe. Maybe it's the people from the thing. They're still like, <laughs> uh, so the first uh, news we're going to talk about is the mythical, the legendary Snyder Cut of Justice League. Uh, Sam, have you seen Justice League? I have, yeah. I have not. Can you can you give me a rundown on your thoughts on it? I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. Yeah, you know, it's... I can't believe I'm going to say it. It's not bad. Um, especially coming after Batman versus Superman. That movie was a fucking train wreck. I, I will say, like, I accidentally watched the extended edition first and not the theatrical edition. And, like, <laughs> it was three fucking hours. I was like, what? Um... However, you know, it was, it was definitely a movie with, like, not a lot of substance, and it felt like a carbon copy of Infinity War, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. So, like, Steppenwolf, he has to, like, find these three big boxes, and once he has these boxes, he's uh, undefeatable. It's like, oh. Beat you to it. 
Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound uh, familiar at all. Um, but, you know, like, what I was expecting, I was expecting it to be terrible, and it wasn't. Uh, what was terrible, and we've talked about this before, was Henry Cavill's uh, face. In the whole movie, it was so bad, and he's a hot, handsome man. Whatever Joss Whedon did is a crime, and he should... it, it Hell. Belongs in hell. Ah, uh, the, the the Hollywood's most expensive mustache. Oh my god! Oh. Just give them the just do it, you cowards! Just give them the mustache. Yeah. Oh my god! It would have been great. And then CG it in when he doesn't have a mustache. Yeah, I mean it would have made. So, did you see um, Donna Justice, Batman v Superman? No, I haven't seen that one either. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. So, in that movie. Uh, Superman dies, and um, it's like a whole big thing. It's actually very sad, and the big thing in Justice League is like they have to beat Steppenwolf, but they only can do it if they have Superman. So they have to fucking rise him from the grave, and they're all like, "Should we really be doing this?" And he comes back with like, "You can." He, this is like a like a plot point that never really got resolved. Like at first, he's like still not quite sure why he's back and um and uh like why he's around what he's doing he can't trust these people and then he sees lois and then everything's fine but it's like clearly not fucking fine and they just they just moved on from the point um but like the snyder cut makes it seem like this is a very y yes it is still is definitely superman coming back from the dead but it, it happens seemingly a lot sooner and he's wearing the black suit i guess for the whole movie uh and the snyder cut that's what it looks like the trailer i thought that was a pretty as someone who has like very little interest in dc movies i thought it was like looked pretty good as someone like not seen justice league i was like this is interesting and it's going to be four one hour parts released over the course of a month so it's kind of like a mini series hmm. that's that is really fascinating. I think that this is probably the first of its kind to really do that. Because mm -hmm. you had the Richard Donner cut of one of the original Superman movies that he like really fought. I got maybe the first one fought to like have out. So I, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like we could do a whole megasode on like director's cut movies and talk about that. Uh, like Ridley Scott Blade Runner is like probably a famous one too. Yeah. Um, and I guess they're not I wrote down here in my notes lots of new footage, but I think I was reading that they are only using footage that Snyder already shot. So it sounds like he shot a four-hour movie, then was let go or quit the project, and then Josh, we Josh Whedon reshot almost all of it. Yeah, so from my understanding, what happened is Zack Snyder was going about it, his daughter died, mm -hmm. and he stepped away from the project. Uh, in comes Josh Whedon, who just fucking refilmed everything uh there's literally no need to do that which is why you get the terrible mustache and why you get a few other things there are there's definitely definitely new scenes in the trailer that were not in the movie and they were not in the original trailer either i watched the original trailer like right before um this uh and i watched the new one i would say that they're like they're the same honestly um but from someone who 
only vaguely cares about this universe. I imagine if you're someone who like really gives a shit, you're probably like, and this and Barry and that and blah, 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 blah. Because there's, it's definitely more like Barry heavy, um, the Flash heavy in this than it had been and, and more Superman than the original, um, which is, is nice. I just like don't understand why Joss Whedon had to do that. I, I guess, was he just like a corporate stooge? Just like, here, we'll give you $100 million or whatever. His, you know, whatever, they'll pay him if you just make these scenes funny. Rewrite it, make it funny. Like, did he, though? Like, I, that movie wasn't what I would say funny. I think the funny character is, you know, Barry Allen. And, you know, he's young, so he's going to be kind of funny. Um I think that they probably gave him the the job because he had experience with like doing an ensemble piece like that. But like, this is not the movie to fucking do that with. Like, this is the first time you're having your full ensemble superhero team together and you're going to like give it to someone who's not really involved and is just coming in kind of like a Hail Mary it's weird. Why couldn't they have just waited a little bit for Zack Snyder to finish his job? Like, I don't, I don't get what they Or at least, like, fulfill his vision of, like, what he saw as, like, just Dawn of Justice, like, part one, part two, right? There's supposed to be, like, a whole trilogy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And to, like, at least, like, Steppenwolf looked better in the trailer than in, like, the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, in my notes here, I wrote that the um, special effects already look ten times better. Which is not like every, everything's not orange. Oh my God, but you know what? Also, like you have to turn the brightness up on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I appreciate that DC continues to remain like dirtier and grittier, but like also I can't see a thing <laughs> when I'm watching it. I think we'll get to that with another trailer that came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, and I like the moment at the end when Ben Affleck is like he hasn't fought us together. Like he's fought all these demons and all the hells. Like I thought that was like a really cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's new. That's brand new. Um, I read some comments on the trailer and someone said, boop, 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 boop. Uh, now there's a Batman. And yeah, like I agree. There was really nothing that stood out in Justice League that made Batman Batman. So here's hoping that, you know, like I, I whatever Ben Affleck you know whatever uh but I don't think he was given a fair shot no and he was battling some like serious personal problems in the reshoots because someone was comparing like the reshoot footage versus like original trailer footage and he looks like fit and like healthy and then in the reshoot footage he just does not look like he's doing well and he just deserves better everybody deserves better in, in the original Justice League um uh, like I wrote in my notes here, please do right by Sp- Superman and Henry Cavill. I have a very big soft spot for both of them. And like this better do them justice. Like <laughs> I can't go through it again. I can't do it. Um, oh man. I think, I-, I wonder if I should watch Justice League before watching the Snyder Cut. <sighs> Maybe I'll just be like, just go in blind and just... I, I can't even believe that this is real because I just remember when Justice League came out being like, you know, bring us a Snyder Cut. I was like, there's no such yeah. thing. Maybe there's some like unfinished footage somewhere like on a hard drive. But I mean, they're got to be spending 25, 30, 40, 50 million dollars on finishing it. 
with like the special effects and redoing it. So yeah, experiment. I, like I can't, I, I genuinely cannot believe that they've actually done this. And like, I remember um, when the whole thing kind of came out that like Henry Cavill's not going to be Superman anymore. Like, I don't, I don't really feel like we got it a, a definitive answer because he was just like, yes, but the Witcher. Um, I remember when all of that was happening and people were like even Henry Cavill was like if only the Snyder cut of Justice League came out things would have been better and I was like what the fuck like how different is it I guess a lot it's dark sides in it I guess he's not in the original one so I don't know I can't say I know who Darkseid is, <laughs> and I don't know if I really care, um, but something else that they changed uh, in a big way is Cyborg and um, just, like, kind of his whole story and the relationship with his father. That looks better, and it looks cooler, like the, the part where he's, like, digging up the grave and, like, Batman's over him. That looks badass. Well, and, like, they cut all the scenes of, like, him playing football, right? And, like, because Snyder says that Cyborg's the heart of the movie. And I guess he just gets, I mean, Ray Fisher was also trashing Joss Whedon a couple weeks ago on Twitter for like being racist and not including him and like really shortchanging his character and like just being rude on set. Yeah, that is 100% true. Um, Cyborg is like nothing in it. It feels very similar to what John Boyega went through in Star Wars. So Sam, for the Snyder Cut, would you rate it for the kind of trailer and the hype about it, fan dope or fan dumb? I would say fan dope. Like I'm, I'm very curious and, and excited, especially because it's going to be on uh, what uh, HBO Max. Yeah, 2021 HBO Max exclusive. Yeah, I think that, I think that's the right way to do it, and I'm super, I'm, I'm pumped. I would give it a fan dope as well. <laughs> cool. Well, let's jump to uh, the Suicide Squad other big announcement this was a movie i didn't really know too much about because i know there was what a year plus ago the whole james gunn was fired from disney for these things that he said years ago that he apologized for years ago and apologized again and then was brought back but he already signed on to do suicide squad movies so then guardians 3 got delayed a bunch um so it's cool to see that this movie has some life and i think this looks really cool uh described as like a gritty 70s war movie with james uh gunn's humor and style uh sam what did you kind of think of the of the trailer. Um, it's kind of like the featurette. <clears throat> I, to, to, to give like the stamp, the fan dumb or fan dope, I feel like this gets a fan dumb for me. Um, I've, like, as we've discussed before, I'm not really a fan of James Gunn. So like his signing on to this literally means nothing for me. Um, I think that I'm exhausted by Harley Quinn already. Um, I think that like she's had like this this looks like another rewrite of her character from Birds of Prey and like I liked Birds of Prey and I thought that um, you know her character was actually like really awesome and like kick ass in there and and it just looks again like here we go Um, although like Idris Elba being in it like all right that I mean that would be my only reason for watching this movie what about john cena i mean well uh the douchier captain america is i think what they call it yeah like i have nothing against john cena i think he's actually probably a pretty decent person but like i don't care 
Uh, this movie just has a crazy cast. We talked about Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena. You know me, I love Michael Rooker. He's like one of my favorite <laughs> actors working. Uh, Nathan Fillion, Pete Davidson, Viola Davis is back, Jai Courtney's back, Peter Capaldi, David da- Dashmalchain, who's Polka Dot Man. He was mm-hmm. in the Amiens movies in The Dark Knight. Um, and they said, don't get too attached to the characters. So I think that's, unlike in the original Suicide Squad, where almost nobody died. Um, hope And that movie is just downright horrible. That's like, that movie. Have you, did you see Suicide Squad? Uh, no. <laughs> and I won't ever do it. Hot, hot fucking mess. So at least this movie looks interesting. I think this movie looks interesting. It's like, seems like a, if you're going to reboot it, a cool direction to take it in. And good for Margot Robbie getting more work. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, that's my question. Is this a reboot of the failed Suicide Squad movie starring basically the same people? They were just like, things went, it was bad, we get it, try again. Well, I wonder if this ties into their um, whole, like, uh, parallel universe, like the multiple worlds that they're going to be sort of setting up the Flash movie. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. That, I mean... I watched that featurette and th- that seems to be like super cool. I'm definitely ready for the multiverse. Like I'm ready for somebody to do it. They like hinted at it in Spider-Man Far From Home and they were like, just kidding. And it, that was like disappointing. So I'm I'm here for the chaos that will bring. Well, let's just jump right to the flash then. Let's do it. Uh, let's just jump right to it. Um, I guess 2022 release. Uh, but who knows? Uh, this movie has gone through like five directors, I think, in the past like 10 years, trying to bring it to life. Um, I don't think I have any feelings about Ezra Miller in general. He had a weird haircut in the first Fantastic Beasts movie. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, I, you know, I like Ezra Miller, but I was having this conversation with my roommates a couple nights ago, and they were like, ooh, but didn't he just, like, get in trouble for something? I think he choked out a girl. Yeah, so, like, what the fuck is that? Um, So people are calling for him to get gone. That's the last thing the Splash movie needs. I know. (laughs) Um, I did, what I did appreciate, though, in that featurette is, like, they had a moment where Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin, who does the Flash on the CW, where they, like, met and they were talking, and it's like, that's fun. I love that. I really, I really like the Flash TV show. I think after season three, it sucked, but I think the first three seasons were, like, really strong. Um, yeah, I, I guess, like, that's all the attachment I have to the Flash character is that show. Um, but what really excites me about this Flash movie is rumors that Michael Keaton is going to be the Nick Fury sort of the new DC film universe and, like, unite all the Batman, DC characters, like, from the different multiple universes. But I think it's rumored he's going to have, like, a sign a five or six picture deal to appear in all these wow. movies. Um, like I said, all this is still just rumor, but um, I think that'd be, I would definitely go see a Flash movie if Michael Keaton is in it and, like, co-starring as Batman. You know, that leads me to the question, though, of, like, DC movies feel like they are few and far between. Like, they don't feel like they come out as regularly as Marvel does. And so, like, when you're saying, like, a six-picture deal, is that, like, like 15 years or something like that? Because, like... I'm sure Warner Brothers would like to have movies come out as fast as Marvel ones do. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know... I wish I could say that them taking their time made really good movies, but like, 
Nah. <laughs> well, it sounds, I mean, the Flash kind of feels like the setup for something bigger, which will hopefully be a good launching point. And it's written by Christina Godson, who wrote Birds of Prey, which I just saw last week. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought that was a really funny movie, so. Oh, yeah. Good to see, like, keeping people in-house. And Andy Muschietti, who directed It Chapter 1 and 2. Chapter 2, we'll talk about that later, but Chapter 1 was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben Affleck is also co-starring, is definitely co-starring as Batman in it, so. Good. Good. He he, he deserves a better shake. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting if they do try to do the um, uh, the Flashpoint one because the flash tv show tried to do the flashpoint storyline and it was one episode <laughs> <laughs> it all got resolved <laughs> one... i don't know about that one <laughs> um i mean they already have who's the guy that um who played thomas wayne and tom G- jeffrey dean morgan right that's his name the dad in supernatural uh, i think he'd be a cool because in flashpoint bruce wayne dies and then Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. So if they do something with Laura Cohen and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I think that'd be cool. cool. Uh, I give the Flash fan dope with a question mark at the end. Yeah, I would like a cautious fan dope. More to come. Uh, One for me that is a very enthusiastic fan dope is Wonder Woman 1984. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) No, Sam? No, so I know I'm going to love it. I know it's going to be great. I, I felt like the trailer just didn't do it for me. Ooh, what about when she rides the lightning? I mean, like, yeah, that was dope. Um, that, that's probably the, the fan dope I'll give it. Also, Chris Pine coming back. Chris Pine deserves the world and more. He's just great. But, like, it just, it looked, it was confusing. Mm-hmm. It didn't really look interesting. I felt like, and and you have this in your notes here, like you don't know what it's about. Yeah, yeah, same. I put that as a good thing. That I don't. You got Pedro Pascal being, I guess, the U.S. president, who can make anything happen. I guess that's how he. Maybe that's how he brings Chris Pine back. That's how he turns Kristen Wiig into Cheetah. So I don't really know what his motive is. Um, but I think it's a good thing that it's kind of like confusing. I don't really know what it's about because I feel like that's every single trailer. Yeah, but I mean, like, I guess what I'm missing is, like, why I should care. Mm. And, like, I didn't get that in the trailer. Other than just, like, oh, hey, the first one was great. Second one probably will be, too. I'm excited for more of the Themyscira stuff, the flashbacks as a kid, because I want to see more Robin Wright. She was so cool Mm -hmm. uh, in the first one. Uh, But the last act of Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, totally just lost me. Like, the airfield battle. Like, yeah. David Coolis was so cool on his own, and then he just turned into, like, a CG flying monster. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, like, fine. Yeah, it was definitely, like, the weakest point of the movie, but, like, in comparison to some of the other bullshit that's come out of the DC universe, it was like, <laughs> I could take it. <laughs> um, God, what else did I ever... Oh, and I, I think, really curious to see Kristen Wiig as a villain, because she's yeah. only, like, her comedy SNL stick which is great like bridesmaids is an awesome movie and i heard the skeleton twins with um bill hader i think tori really likes that movie um so that's also like out of her comfort zone so i think that'd be i don't know her, like gal gadot kristen wig chris pine pedro pascal that's like an interesting quad quad actors coming together and interacting mm-hmm. so um, you give it do you give it a fandom sam 
I give it a... What's between fandom and fan dope? Fan don't know. Fan don't know. Fan, fan not know. impressed. <laughs> Maybe I'll say. That's all. Oh, all right. I guess we got to talk about the one that is super dumb. Black Adam. Looks like a motion comic. I know they, they, they filmed none of it yet. This is also a movie that's been in the works for years. This was in the works before Shazam. Wow. Was like even like going to be a thing. Yeah, this was, I think this was supposed to come out a couple years ago, like release. And then just kept getting delayed and delayed. Like, you know, Black Adam is fine as like a character. It's interesting, but like nothing of what I saw. I didn't even make it all the way through. It was interesting. I mean, like they had moments, right? Like, you know, like we're all together. The only thing we had were the chains on our back. And then I did this. And then I was like, well, I don't really give a shit. Sorry. Uh, what your name is? What is it? The Rock Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He really peaked as the Scorpion King for me. <laughs> oh, you and the mummy. I, uh... I was like, oh, this is set like 5,000 years in the past. And it's going to be some cool, like, as you were mentioning, like class struggle or, you know, class dynastic struggle. And it's like, nope, he's just going to be an anti-hero in the modern world. He's going to, um, yeah, I don't know. He's in prison forever. Now he has magic and he's free and he's going to make people pay. Yeah, it's like, all right. Cool, you do you. <laughs> do you. <laughs> um, and it sounds like Zachary Levi, like Shazam, is not going to be in it. Interesting. Um, but they're going to introduce like Hawkman and a few other more deep cut Justice League characters. Which once again does nothing for me. Same. I mean, I, when I was younger, like I loved the old Justice League TV show. Like I watched the shit out of that, but like, I don't know. So, there are some, like Fantastic Four, they're a very hard group to, to make cool. And I feel that way uh, so many of the Justice League. Like the Wonder Twins? Jesus Christ. I don't think we'll ever see that. No. <laughs> Pretty squad. You know what, though? I I did see, um, and I mean, they're not like the correct, well, whatever. DC could do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, did you ever watch Teen Wolf? The show? The show. No. All right. Well, there were two actors in there, brothers, twins, um, Max and Charlie Carver. And I noticed in the Batman, they're in it. And I was like. <laughs> Is this your deep cut theory? Is this your ride? <laughs> they're actually the Wonder Twin. No, it wouldn't work. But who knows? Who, who are they? Who knows what Matt Reeves got up his sleeve? Yeah. Who knows? Well, I think that takes us to the last big news item was the batman you have the suicide squad you have the batman <laughs> the snyder cut <laughs> uh this trailer was awesome this trailer was the definition of fan dope yeah for real i am so proud of robert pattinson like mm -hmm. good for you and, and i love makeup. yeah oh yeah i mean i saw so many people talking about like thank you for finally acknowledging that like he would still have the eye makeup once he takes the cow off <laughs> it's like we had to wait like 20 years <laughs> for that but I even loved the way that it opened up because like at first you think I, like I don't know what I thought the, the the tape noise was 
I was just like, is this for real? I thought it was him like maybe taping up his armor or like. Yeah. Um, but I guess that was Paul Dano as the Riddler, I think. Um, yeah. This cast, just like um, a lot of these DC movies you've been talking about, the great cast are Pattinson, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Colin Farrell, uh, the Wonder Twins. Yo, Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Will Farrell. Jesus Christ. Sam, you wish Will Farrell was in this movie? Uh, no, I, I do not. I love how I went, Will Farrell. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Colin Farrell does not look like Colin Farrell at all. I, I, I didn't even think it was. When I first watched, like, oh, I wonder when they're going to put Colin Farrell in the trailer. And I was like, wait, that's the penguin. He's got penguin y features. Like, yeah, I don't know. That prosthetic's good. Yeah. I actually had to rewind it and I was like, that? Oh my God. And I said to my roommate who I was watching it with, like, guess who that is? She was like, I, I couldn't even tell you. Did you, you can't. No. Um, and yeah, playing Something in the Way, Something in the Way by Nirvana, like that was a cool, because like the Justice League had Hallelujah, and I was like, this works. I get like. I think that was um, a dedication to Zack Snyder's daughter. Oh, yeah, you're right. Probably. Well, now yeah, I, I think that, that was. Now I feel bad. Well, yeah, we should. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Dave thinks there might be a secret villain. That may be, uh, and Tori was saying to see that it might be um, Hush. Long Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Long Halloween, Hush kind of thing going on. Um, that would be cool. I think it makes sense. There's like, there's no good reason for them to show all of those villains if they're not going to be like major players, you know, like they always want to like hold back the big, the big surprise. I think I, I, watching that trailer, I'm sort of thinking that maybe the Penguin and the Batman will have kind of like divergent arcs mm. like well if if they are going to make a trilogy of these the batman movies like maybe he'll be the one who keeps kind of popping up in the batman's life as he because apparently he's trying to make his way into the criminal underground world um say as batman like rises batman penguin rises penguin and they keep like meeting each other like at the same level growing that like, would be cool i mean there has to be a reason why you know batman is so young right now mm -hmm. So we can watch him grow and, and age and, and do that so I think that makes sense yeah described as year two Batman and I guess and they're making a tv show prequel called Gotham PD on HBO Max that's going to be year one starring corrupt cops and like showing the corruption of this of Matt Reeves world of Gotham that's cool how do you feel about like the the emergence of tv shows playing into the movies do you think that makes things like overwhelming and impossible to like keep up with or does it just enhance the experience i wish we had the marvel movie the marvel tv shows on disney plus because i feel like that would be a really good litmus test because i was like Agents more more actors i like doing roles i like sure i'm down for that i got i don't know i don't have kids i'm not going to school <laughs> i have time to i have time to watch nerdy nonsense at home i mean you know i felt like I felt like I couldn't catch up with the Defenders that they did on the, I know, good God. Uh, but like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of got boring. Like that first season, I think like the first two seasons were so good. That episode they did with Winter Soldier with the whole um, Hydra and S.H.I.E.L.D. thing was like one of the best things. Oh, and bringing so, Edward James almost into it too as like the S.H.I.E.L.D., like the other person on the side of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, 
I think it's 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 fandom when it's like full syndicated television or like a 13 hour movie yeah i think these the marvel disney plus shows are like five six seven episodes um so i feel like something like with a lower time commitment is like much easier and like that just means better quality like on netflix not everything has to be a 13 hour movie like you can make something a little more like serialized yeah, and, and you know, like, we we should have had, maybe in like a month or two, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So like, that's really upsetting that we have to wait so much longer for it. Is there any release date on that? I don't think so. I don't even know if they've started filming again. Because they announced that they're refilming the Batman now, so I guess. Yeah. I think- yeah, they had that at the end of the trailer, like in production now. Yeah, they filmed 25% so far. So it says 2021. I don't know. That seems maybe like October 2021. Yeah. Man, imagine being cast as Batman, having to get the Batman bod, then COVID happens, and you have to keep up that diet, but you don't get the film or shoot or do the, like, cool Batman stuff, but you just still have to keep that up for five months. Oh, Robert Pattinson. He deserves more. <laughs> It's funny, I was, I was talking to some people and I was like, yeah, like, what'd you think of the trailer? Like, ew, a sparkly Batman? And I was like, you're someone who has, like, pretty good opinion on movies. And yeah, that's kind of, like, the, still the knee-jerk reaction for a lot of the public. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's enough. Also, you know, many people, like me, have rewatched the Twilight movies in quarantine. And, like, you know what? He put in his time. He put in his time. It's it's he's he deserves this. He deserves he, it. He deserves to be free. <laughs> and as someone who just watched Twilight for the first time, all of them in one, pretty much in one sitting. Woof. Um, he's not the worst part of those movies. Honestly, the acting's not even. The actors are generally not the worst part of those movies. It's like it's the writing, which is not their fault. I, th- I would blame that more on direction and writing than on her natural talent. I don't know the way. You know what? The first one, Twilight, that one is just funny to watch because everyone is bad in it. Every, every, everything is bad in that movie. As it gets, as it goes on, everyone gets a little bit better. But like her acting is so, is great now. It was not, it weren't, wasn't it? You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> her face. It's more about like the the way that she decided her body needed to move. Yeah. And, like all the all the 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 like that and her uh the screaming in New Moon. <laughs> that's that's hell. That's what hell is. <laughs> oh, any other thoughts on the Batman, Sam? Um, I, I really like the costume. I think that before people were like, oh, it's going to look like this. It's going to have that. I think it looks great. And, um, the Batmobile looks kind of like retro, which I think is pretty cool. Also, Andy's circus is Alfred, like, blowing my mind. And, um, (laughs) I, I saw one comment on the trailer that was like 
this looks like a Batman who watched his parents die as many times as we did. So <laughs> I am really curious to see if they're going to do like a spider, um, spider, Man spider home from far. <laughs> spider home, uh, Spider-Man homecoming where they just like fucking skip uncle Ben dying. I, I hope yeah. I pray. Maybe he'll open his drawer and there'll just be loose pearls rolling around. <laughs> or like picks up at their funeral and you're like, all right. Yeah, I hope we don't see that. Yeah, we just don't need it again. I, I think what sort of two things that make me nervous about this movie is this one being overshadowed by Ben Affleck. Yeah. Snyder cuts in 2021. The Flash is in 2022. So that's like two Batman. So we're getting basically three Batman movies in two years. Or Batman adjacent movies. So I really hope this one doesn't get overshadowed. You know what though? Like I feel like it was going to anyway because I, like it's just oversaturated. The market is over Batman. Same thing with Spider-Man. However, like you know, Tom Holland and Marvel, they were able to pull it off because mm. I think, like, you know, Marvel just had the special touch. So, like, maybe this one will have that and we'll be able to separate. Okay, so this is happening over here versus everything that's going on over here. And maybe they'll cross over. M maybe. Um, and uh, the other thing that kind of, I didn't even think about this until I watched, like, was just reading articles about it. This does take place in the modern day. Uh, oh, interesting. Because one of the clown thugs that is, like, in the group on the guy that he just wails on at the end of the trailer is uh, holding an iPhone mm. filming it. So I was like, I'm just so over technology, lasers, satellites. Like, I was like, oh, this is maybe, like, a timeless or, like, 70s or 80s, kind of, like, more of a throwback. Like, we've just seen, with Iron Man, just such heavy reliance on technology. And, I mean, that's just so many sci-fi movies and comic movies. Yeah. I was, like, kind of excited for, like, something that's, like, more of a throwback. Um, but who knows? Maybe, like, they have phones, but, you know, the way that it's tonally and written, it's, like, not... A, he doesn't have, like, a million gadgets and touchscreens and light-up things in his car. You know, computer AI telling him what to do. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, when you see him, like, roll into the Batcave, there's not a ton of stuff there. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, based on what the villains look like, based on everything we've seen, it might just be like, yeah, he's a man with money, and we are, here we are. And I guess with technology, too, it's like, well, they can fucking facial recognize people with masks in Hong Kong. So you're telling me that nobody can look at the bottom half of his jaw, get photos of his eyes, and tell it's Bruce Wayne? I don't know. Like, technology just produces right. so many of these, like, world-breaking. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. Suspension of disbelief. I usually don't have, like, too difficult of a time with that, but I don't know. When someone can take a phone, like, five feet away from you, and then just post it to Reddit, like, oh, that's Bruce Wayne. Like, that's, that's what would happen in the real world. You're saying this in the same universe as... Superman, the biggest change is a pair of glasses. That bothers me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although I did see this one. There was this one, it was like a meme or something where it's like your friend with glasses, or, or I don't know, it's like proving that like it is harder to tell if you think of somebody outside of context. Yeah. But like. Do you remember that day I shaved my head and I didn't tell anybody and I surprised people? Yeah, I mean, right. 
it was strange. I still knew who you were. Uh, also, I would hope that if I was in a relationship with uh, Clark Kent, that I would know what he looked like without glasses. Maybe you'd just be so smitten with Henry Cavill that you don't care. You don't care to notice. I don't know. No shade, but like, whatever. Um, I assume you would give the Batman a fan dope. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing. I'm. That's why I, yeah, I saved it for last. But I think that's the most exciting thing to come out of this. Yeah, a movie with like a lot of question marks that looks like it's gonna be awesome. And I and I really liked. Um, gotta get all the Planet of the Apes movies confused. Rise for the Planet of the Apes was the second one, right? That he did. That Carrie Russell was in. And that second I one was really good. Genuinely, do not know. That's what, if you're going to watch, I, I have not seen the James Franco one or the third one with Woody Harrelson, just that second one. And I thought that one was really good. I saw the James Franco one. My mom loved James Franco. Basically, my mom also loves Superman. That's why I've, that's why I like really dipped my toe into DC because she wanted to see Man of Steel. Oh, I saw that with my dad and it was so bad. Was not good. It was just boring. Oh, and the final... I don't know. Maybe not a maybe not time and place. That final battle was Zod. You have Zod. Superman's kneeling before Zod, and you don't have him say kneel before Zod. Get out of here, Zack Snyder. That final battle was absolute bullshit. It, you were like, "What am I even watching?" Truly. And last forever. Yeah, just like the <laughs> the pod racing scene in Phantom Menace. Or the end of any of the Star Wars prequel movies that just keep going on. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Oh, any other thoughts, Sam, on the future of DC, what we saw in this event, anything you're more surprised about, or any other kind of, any other thoughts? I'm excited. Like, as someone who doesn't really give a shit about DC, like, some of the things I saw and, like, the hype that's around this, like, it made me kind of excited, so that hopefully can only be good things. Did you see any of the video game news? No. So, um... The ga- uh, have you heard like the Batman Arkham games? Yeah. So those are all. Uh, the first two are awesome. The last one, it's a whole other discussion. <laughs> um, but Rocksteady is making a game called uh, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Uh, and so it's actually a pretty cool trailer. Brainiac invades, and it looks like he like brainwashes the Justice League. And so uh, King Shark, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, and Captain Boomerang have to stop him. And it's like a four-player co-op game. So that uh-huh. looks, I'll assume that looks good. That's fun. I hope. Who knows? I don't know. When you make a, I don't know. When you make co-op games, I don't know. It can either be really fun or really bad because it's just a watered-down experience. So I don't know. But Rocksteady, they made two amazing Batman games and one not so great Batman. So. Hmm. So the odds are in their favor. They are. And with Arkham Knight, they made they made the Batmobile. They delayed the game for a year for that third game to make the Batmobile work. And then you spend a feel, what feels like three-fourths of the game stuck in the Batmobile. Well, they were like, it took us forever to make it. We're going to fucking enjoy it. We're going to be in it. Oh, God, I don't know. We'll do a whole other video game podcast one day on Arkham Knight and why I don't like it. But. Okay. I mean, I have no idea. I don't, you know, I don't play video games. They stress me out too much, but I'll listen. I would love to see you play Arkham Knight, the um, Arkham Asylum, the first one. I would love to see you play a video game, Sam. 
It would just be me, like, white-knuckling on the controller, just, like, screaming. That's how I get when I play Mario Kart. <laughs> I would love to see that. Mm. Also, the thing with Mario Kart is, uh, you know how, like, you collect coins? Have I told you this before? Uh, so I was a very big Scooby-Doo fan, and uh, there's this <laughs> one villain, the the mummy, he's, like, looking for a particular coin, and the thing that he says is, like, coin, coin. And so every time <laughs> I play Mario Kart, I say that, and my roommate's like, stop! I can't! Coin. Coin. <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect note to end on for the DC fandom event. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, well, thank you so much for listening to us just kind of ramble our way through DC news. We don't really do news reports like this too much. Um, so if you liked it, let us know. Um, we got some exciting stuff in the work. We're planning our next Megasode. Um, some pretty fun movies to go with it. One of them is DC related. Mm. Um, so if you like DC, then definitely look forward to that. Uh, anything you want to plug, Sam? Or uh, No, just keep listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow us on our social media. Talk to us. Fill out the guest form if you want to be a guest. We already had, I think, five or six people fill it out. So if you want to be a guest. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll repost that on social media and you can follow the link and fill out the form and we'll have a great time. Cool. cool. Have a great night, everyone. At least it's night for us here currently. Whenever have a great, whenever you're listening to this and enjoy movies. <laughs>